if you're here, you better strap in because I'm going to tell you, I'm going to preach some Jesus today. And I'm going to be preaching about the life that he laid down to give us such abundant life that we have now. Amen. And that's what we're going to be talking about. If you're feeling weak, this is going to strengthen you. If you're feeling down, this is going to encourage you. If you're feeling lost, this is going to give you some direction. Somebody say amen. amen. All right. Now, you guys got to get better than that now. I say amen. All right, I need all the help I can get here, but you know what? Lord is going to see us through. I want to ask how many people had an amazing week this week. Anybody had a decent week? We got birthdays over here, Jeff. Got birthdays over here, Marie. Got birthdays in between there. It's, it's awesome. I tell you what, you don't have to wait for somebody's birthday to celebrate them. You ought to do it every day, amen. I'm going to tell you, celebrate the ones you love each and every day and the ones you don't. Pray for them so that you can love them, amen. All right. That's what God calls us to do. Hey, you know what? Sometimes I bet you the guy in the mirror is hard to love. But you know what? God saw through everything. And he says it's unconditional and it's for you. So I had a few things here. And I'm going to jump in by kicking this off. By just talking about the title. Life. Live it. Many of my church family realize, uh, you know, we've had a couple of things going on in my life. Um, a lot of stuff going on. My mom has, has been under the weather with a stroke a couple of weeks ago. In the midst of that, uh, my wife and I had a head-on collision a few weeks ago. And, and you know what? We're still getting up. God's good. So I'm going to tell you what. I know this is messages for me, and I know it's for you. I believe God's word is for each and every one of us. If it's not for you today, I guarantee you hold on to it. God will have something in there for you later. Amen. But I, I want to ask you this. When you hear the life, live it. What, what is that phrase? What comes to mind when you hear it? See, I'm going to tell you what. A couple of weeks ago, it might have meant something different than it does to me today. Maybe a couple of years ago, it might have meant something different than it does to you today. But what does it mean to you today? I had a couple of things I thought maybe. Well, it's my life. I live it on my terms. You ever met that guy, that lady? I'm going to do it the way I want to do it, okay? That's one, one side of the camp. How about this? Well, you know, I do it my way, you know. That's the way I want to do it. Somebody said, well, you know, I'm just doing life, and it's just kind of ho-hum, really no conviction, just kind of letting life go by, sitting on the sidelines of life. Let me ask you a question. When you've got something of great value and you've invested to get that, you, you think, you know, that people would realize that it's worth something. Do you know what each one of us is worth? The death of the Lord Jesus Christ. But the good news is, he rose again. See, we have a living Savior. He is a risen Savior. So today, if you're feeling a little down, a little, little worn, like we all can get sometime, whether we're, we're feeling a little weak, a little worn, I'm, I'm a, Lord, I'm trusting today, Father, that you bring this message in power in only way you can to touch my brothers and sisters today, to heal our heart, to strengthen our bodies, to give us wisdom, and to give us peace because that's what you've brought for us in Jesus' name. Amen. So I want to go ahead and read this verse. If you've got your Bibles today, I've got most of the verses up here, but we're going to be in Colossians. This is 1, uh, 19 and 20. It says, For God was pleased to have all his fullness dwelled in him, and through him to reconcile, to reconcile himself all things, whether things on earth or things in heaven, by making peace through his blood shed on the cross. Now, I'm going to tell you what, if you had a little shovel lip when you came in here, this ought to turn it around right now. Because I'm going to tell you what, that right there is where we're launching from. But we're going in deeper. All right? Look at that. Man, we're going to break that thing down. That is amazing to think about that. Man, it's, it's funny when you spend time with people, what, what, they, what they just uh, get wrapped around. Sometimes we get so overwhelmed by life, and we, we forget about the one who gave us life. 
The other day I was at work and, and we have a lot of safety things going on and I was praying, Lord, what do you want me to preach on? This is like three weeks back. Lord, what do you want me to preach on? And I was watching a guy on a camera and, and he was doing some safety stuff and my job is to make sure that he's safe. Not to come down on make sure his life is safe. Make sure if something goes down, I'm his lifeline. And I was watching the TV screens, and what happens is we have a, like a hotline. If something goes down, you have to call. Man down, man down. This is what's going on. And I'm watching, as I'm watching my buddy work and doing these things, I'm thinking, okay, Lord, what is it we're going to preach on? What's going on? And on top of the TV screen, it said, live. And it kept going boom, boom, boom. That was the live stream, the feed that I was watching. And I was sitting there thinking, yeah, life. We need to live. We need to live. And the more I prayed about it, the more that thing was just pulsating in my heart. I said, Lord, I believe that's what you want me to share. Well, guess what? When I had this message started three weeks ago, I had no idea where I would be now. And let me tell you what. That message is just pulsating in my heart. I pray this for you. God gave us life to live. Not to be doom and gloom. I'm not saying that we can't have a bad time. I'm going to tell you what. I would not be signing up for the last couple of weeks that I've had. I know people's had worse times than that. And this is nothing. But I'm going to tell you what. I'm just being real. I am going to live my life the way that God has given me the, the gift of life. That doesn't mean Buddy's not going to mess up. That doesn't mean Buddy ain't going to cry. It doesn't mean Buddy ain't going to have a shovel lift. But I'm going to tell you what. I will do my very best in the power of the Holy Spirit to live out my life to represent God. Somebody say amen. How about you? I know that's what you guys do. I know that's what you do. And we encourage one another with that. But when we go through things, how do, how do, we, do we just forget everything we've been taught? Do we forget everything we once believed? No, you cling to it. That's why we go back to these foundational things. I want you to know who you are and who, whose you are. I was looking at it. I said, we all can have a bad day. And I said, sometimes them days seem to be longer and longer. I wrote a few things down here last week. And boy, did I have no idea how they were going to come out in the next few weeks in my life. I said, don't get stuck following the shadow of Jesus Christ instead of walking with the person of Jesus Christ. You say, what in the world do you mean? See, a lot of times we get wrapped around church and going and being on time and putting some coins in the plate and go home. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about a vibrant relationship with the Lord Jesus Christ. Not only when you come here, but while you're here, but when you leave. This is the charging station, man. This is when we come together and we get real and we say, hey, look, this is who we are and this is whose we are. Bumps, bruises, setbacks, everything else. But today I want you to hear about the grace of God and how awesome that he is. We get lost in the shadows, taking our eyes off the Lord. But we need to live the life that Jesus has given us. Hey, let me tell you something. We need to live a life that features Jesus as the main character. How about that? Everybody want to play a role? Everybody want to do this? Does your life... Mimic that of Christ. I wrote this the other day. I said, we need to make Jesus famous by the way we live. How about that? People say, what's going on? What's going on in your life? Hey, let me tell you what God's doing. I wrote this last couple of weeks, and I said, the journey has pain and pothole, but be encouraged, Jesus paved the way to something so much better. Amen. I'm going to read it again. I said, the journey has pain in potholes, but be encouraged. Jesus has paved the way to something so much better. Somebody say amen. We're just getting started. Somebody come on. So this is what the Lord showed me when I was looking at, at, at that 
live and live. I'm going to break that out and just show you what God has been showing me in the last couple of weeks that I pray that you're encouraged. So we're going to take the L and we're going to talk about his love. How many know that his love is what's holding us on and, and got us where we're at now? Let's look at this. Colossians 1.21. It says, you were alienated from God and were his enemies in your mind because of your evil behavior. But now he has reconciled you by Christ's physical body through death to present you holy in his sight without blemish and free from accusation. Somebody ought to be screaming. I'm going to tell you what, that's the deal. Anybody bought a car lately? We just did because the other one looks like a paperweight. And when I signed all the papers and all the stuff and all the background and what you get and everything, see, this is what you get with Jesus. That's the deal. It's not a 90-day thing. It's not a 50,000-mile thing. It's an eternal thing. Look at this going back through there. We were alienated from God. We were at odds with God, but because the shed blood of Christ and the death, burial, resurrection of Jesus, we're sitting in a home plate with him, man. I said, look at this and, and feel the love of the Lord. See, to really understand the depth of God's love, we need to understand the depth of his sacrifice. We've got to understand the depth, of it, the depth of his sacrifice. We were alienated from God, separated, being enemy of the Lord, but because of our evil behavior, that's what we got. That's what we deserve. The Bible says all is sin and fall short of the glory of God. That means, guess what? God has a perfect and holy law. We break the law. The wages of sin is death. Good thing it doesn't end there. Jesus said, while you were dead in your sin, while you were yet sinners, Christ died for us. Say, Christ died for me, right? And because he's done that, and we put our faith and trust in the finished word, we can be set in the family, reconciled. I love that. Somebody, you guys got to get loud in here. I'll just get loud by myself if I have to. His love reconciles us, man. I said, you know, we're talking about living life. All your accounts are settled with him for all eternity. I said, don't let the devil bring you down. Stop living in defeat. I said, here's a question for you. If you're living in defeat, are you really living? We need to live in full reconciliation because of the sacrifice of Christ. I'm not saying you can't have a bad day. I'm not saying that your problems don't matter. That is not what I'm saying. But what I am saying is God is greater than what we're going through. We're just passing through, man. This is temporary, temporary. But what we got is so much more. Who we got is so much more. Make that decision. If you haven't made it, people, if you haven't made that decision, make it today. Because I'm going to tell you, it changes. It changes just like that. I'm going to tell you what, 9-11, I bet you everybody's thinking, man, I don't know if I want pizza tonight. I'm going to go out on the town. A lot of them didn't make it. When I was going to crack, I never did get to go to Cracker Barrel. Still ain't been to Cracker Barrel. We didn't make it. Man, but I'll tell you what, when I got in the emergency room and they, the lady said, would you like a box sandwich, a box lunch? Yes. <laughs> I had the driest turkey sandwich. It's the best thing I had. It was good. My foot's throbbing, this hurt and everything else. Everybody coming in there to ask me questions. I don't know. And I got, got that thing going down like this. I said, Lord, I said, Lord, this is good. I'm so thankful we're here, everything else. All that. I finished. I said, man, I know it was a little dry, but... I, I ain't complaining. The Lord said, look in the bottom of the box. Oh, there's the mayonnaise. <laughs> I ate everything. And then after that, I was, listen to the Lord. <laughs> I was choking down that dry sandwich. I was still praising the Lord. 
It didn't make no difference to me. I'm going to tell you what, I'm one grateful fellow here today, and that's for sure. Let's keep on rolling here. Look at this. I said his love presents us holy in his sight. I'm going to tell you what. I don't know about y'all, but y'all watch a little TV, right? Y'all watch a little, probably less and less now with all that's going on. They watch a little TV, and they got everybody's dirty laundry in there. Oh, yeah. Oh, you guys are quiet. How many people think they can run for office in here? I couldn't make the dog catch a mode. I would, I would be like, oh, no, we, don't, we know. You were what? Yeah. But because I've been reconciled by the love of Christ, I can come boldly to the throne of grace just like you that have a relationship with the Lord Jesus. See, I'm not living in the old days. I'm not living back there. That guy died. If any man be in Christ, he's a new creation. The old has passed away. Behold, the new has come. That guy is gone. Now, every now and then he'll try to reach up on there. You got to elbow him back down. I'm going to tell you what. But I tell you, when you know who you are and whose you are, things start changing in the love of Christ. Unconditional. Holy Spirit living in us. Look at this. His love forgives. Woo! How many people like to be forgiven? Hands everywhere. All right, how many people like forgiving other people? Okay, okay. I thought I had you there. You might as well, because it ain't going to make you better. It's going to make you bitter. Right? You get all, I'll tell you what. How many people have done this? You have an argument with somebody at work or somebody in the family and all that stuff, everything else. And the next time you see him, it's like over the weekend, right? You go and you're thinking about, boy, if I come in there and, and, and Fred says this tomorrow, when I get there, I'm going to say this, that, and other thing else. And Fred comes into the office and he goes, how you doing? You're like, what do you mean? I had all these comebacks and everything. I lost all this sleep and everything. Fred ain't thinking about you. He's moving on. You're still living in last week, man. Don't live in last week, last month, last year. Move forward in faith. He forgives. Look at this. Oh, it's getting good now. His love is unconditional. That's hard to even put on the tape, isn't it? Unconditional. You know, it's so crazy because, you know, well, you know, God's love is not fickle. How many people, I'm going back now, you send a love note to your little sweetheart when elementary school or whatever. Do Yeah, that's right. Do you love me? Check yes or no. And then she wrote back no, and then you write it again. You add boxes. Maybe on, on ice cream day. Maybe if I walk you home, you're adding all these other things, and then you get a big X mark or something like that. See, it's, it's about what you're doing and, and all these things, what you're bringing to the table. Let me tell you what. Unconditional love, there's no conditions. He loves you because he loves you because he loves you. Man, I'm going to tell you what. That's a good feeling, isn't it? That's a great feeling, you know? And with that feeling, I want to try my best to live a life that is pleasing to the Lord. Let me tell you, sometimes I don't. How about y'all? One of you, two of you, three of you. Right, we're going to stop praying for everybody here. No. I'm, I'm saying, you know what? Life gets tough, but Jesus is tougher. We got victory in him. It's the love of Christ. I had a few things I wanted to share here. I said, what does it feel like when you're forgiven? It's freeing, isn't it? It's life changing because you, you've been shackled to the sin and the sin is broken. And loves God, God's love comes down and is shown for you. Man, you can't earn it. You can't buy it. Can't be smart enough. Can't be pretty enough. That's called grace. That's what we got with God. 
And I pray that you grab hold of that by faith. His love is amazing. So everybody doing good so far? We got the L taken care of. I tell you what, I'm so glad that God's not fickle and he's faithful. And how about you? That's what I'm talking about. How about this? Let's look at the I. This is what the Lord was showing me. How many people love to invest? I was going to say, if you got any good stocks, let me know, because I ain't doing too good on that. I'm just teasing. Here we go. Look at this. It says, whatever you do, work heartily as the Lord, as for the Lord and not for man, knowing that from the Lord you will receive the inheritance as your reward. You are serving the Lord Christ. All right. That does not say work your way to heaven. We should be working at our jobs, in our marriages, in our friendship, in the way we do, because you know what? We're serving the Lord. That's totally different than working for somebody else, isn't it? Because somebody else might say, hey, you know what? Uh, uh, I know we got 10, 10 pallets of this over here, but we're going to tell them we got nine and all. You know what I'm saying? There's some crazy stuff goes on in the world. That's when you say, no, 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 I'm not going to put a blemish on what God's done in my life over, over a dollar sign. I'm not going to cook the books over something. I'm going to stand for what the Lord's given me. I'm going to tell you what, it might be painful. It might look like it's not a big deal, but I'm going to tell you what, God will honor you honoring him. Every time. It might not come in the way you think, at the time you think, anything else, but I'm going to tell you what, do the right thing for the right reasons, and God will take care of it. Amen. All the time. Look at this. God wants us to honor him with our gifts. He wants us to be good and faithful servants with our talents. I talk to people all the time. I say, well, I don't know what my talent is. I say, well, what is it that you do well? Everybody does something well. I guarantee you God's in it. I guarantee you God's behind it. I said, what is this? I said, there's some folks that work and then some people that work at their life's work. Now, this is what I do. I preach and pastor and all that stuff. I don't consider it a job. I consider it a calling. I consider it a blessing. Yeah, it's work. But I don't look at it at work. I'm not punching a time clock. Because if I did, I'd have punched it about 21 years ago, and it ain't shut off yet. And I hope it never does till I go home with the Lord. I'm not going, well, i got to be at church in an hour. Then after that, no, I get to come to church. I get to serve. I get to be a part of what God's doing. Do I get tired sometimes? Absolutely. You get overwhelmed sometimes? Absolutely. But you turn around and you refresh yourself in the Lord. Refresh yourself in the Lord. I pray that's what we do today. Honor him with your, with your gifts. Look at this. Let's go to the next one here. How exactly does God want us to use our talents for him? So there's two ways. You can write this down. Two ways. Blessing others and building the kingdom. Don't make it hard. Blessing others and building the kingdom. It might be opening the door. It might be giving somebody a text. Just say, hey, look, I'm thinking about you. If there's something I can do, let me know. And a lot of times when we're going through something, y'all know this, we don't even know what we need. We don't know what you need. You're not cutting anybody out. You just, I, I don't know what I need. But something I'll always take is prayer. But I'm going to tell you something else. I know if I ask that I'll receive. Because God says we will, and God has used the amazing people here and there to show me that and remind me. We are not in this thing alone. Amen. I'm going to tell you what. That got me out of bed today. We're not in this thing alone. I don't know what's going to happen tomorrow. You don't know what's going to happen today. But I'm going to tell you what. A lot of stuff don't look real good. 
But God does. And this is just passing through, baby. I want to do everything I can to build a kingdom. I'm all about kingdom, but I don't care about whose church, what church. If we align with, with, with what we believe, we're good. Blessing the other day. Had a guy call me at work. And he said, hey, did such and such talk to you about doing a men's breakfast and such and such? I said, yeah, that's like February. I don't get that far gone. You know, I'm thinking, I'm, I'm trying to get through today, brother. I'm, I'm not all the way out there. And he said, well, look, you know, our leadership people want to talk to you a little bit and just kind of ask you a few things. In other words, they're feeling you out. I said, absolutely. Because let me tell you, you don't want to have somebody come up there and talking contrary to what you, you, you believe. You know, you got to guard the pulpit. You got to see what's going on. I know, I know what Angela's about. I know what Jeff's about. I know what they're believing, so I know we're all right. You just can't have somebody come in and well, yeah, and next thing you go, what did he just say? So they come over to my work, right? They worked out there, and I got to talk to them. And I shared a little bit about this, a little bit about that, and they said, we need a dynamic speaker. I said, well, I don't know about that, but I'll go. <laughs> and then I told them this. They said, well, could you meet with our pastor? I said, man, I'll meet with anybody you want. It doesn't matter. I'm an open book. I said, but let me tell you something real quick here. If you choose me to do that, I take it as a blessing. If you choose somebody else, I'm going to pray that they're a blessing. I'm good. They went like, it's not about me. It's about the kingdom. And if I get that opportunity, I'm going to take it. The guy said, you want to pray about it? I said, I pray about it every morning. What took you so long to get here? I pray all the time, Lord, give me an opportunity to share your good news. I don't care if I'm in the driveway. I don't care if I'm in the ambulance. I don't care if I'm going down there and they're rolling me down the hallway and everything else. Guess what? We went to the emergency room. I was in there. They put me up on that little gurney and everything else. And this girl said, Reverend Chapman, yeah, how you doing? I've been better. <laughs> I said, honey, how do I know you? She said, you buried my mom and dad. Thank you for being so kind to us during that time. And I said, I want a hug. <laughs> I want a hug right now. See, when I was sowing seeds in somebody else's life, and then when I was just wore down, God said, I'm going to have somebody come in there to hug you. I saw that girl a couple of times in a whole different atmosphere. So sometimes you, when, you, when you meet six, seven hundred people, two or three hundred people, you might not get all the people, the place and thing. But you know what? God put that girl in the right place at the right time because I needed a hug. You ever just need a hug sometime? That's what I needed. And it was right on time. You know what? Even if we don't see the person, know that God's in the hugging business. I believe that. He's there. So what are we doing about Using our gifts. See, a lot of times, I want to stay here for just a second. A lot of times people think that their gift doesn't matter if they're not playing guitar or singing or preaching. Or doing. Man, that is a lie from the enemy. Everybody has a gift. It might look different. It might be totally different than what somebody else is. But I'm going to tell you what. Some of the folks that have blessed my life so much, you know what their gift was? Listening encouraging you ready for this one holding fast and telling me no that ain't good and we don't like to hear that do we 
Just being real and saying, you know what, I don't think that's a good plan. You know better than that. You can't stay there long. You know what I mean? I appreciate that. The longer I live and the more I walk with, with, with the Lord, I, I, I don't have time for a whole lot of fluff. You know? I, I don't. How about you guys? Because it, it's, I, I, like, I don't like plastic. How about y'all? I really don't. And I know everybody doesn't like me and, and everything else or whatever like that. I, I mean, I'm sleeping good. But I'm not, I don't want to treat them different. I want to keep representing the Lord to them because I don't know what their background is. I don't know what their background was. I don't know what, I don't know. I don't ever want to offend anybody. I'm not trying to hurt anybody. But I will not, will not bend what God says for anybody. Amen. That's what it is. If you guys got a problem with that, anybody got a problem, you can take it up with him. But I'm going to do my best to put it out there. How about you? That's all he asks us to do. Represent him, right? Here we go. Let's bring it on down. Matthew 6. It says, don't store up treasures here on earth where moths eat them and rust destroys them and where thieves break in and steal. Store your treasures in heaven where moths and rust cannot destroy and thieves cannot break in and steal. Wherever your treasure is, there the desires of your heart will be also. Mm. Can I get real with y'all for a little bit? It's been a long couple of weeks. It's been a long couple of weeks. And so how many people know how much I love my mama? Woo! Well, she had a major stroke just a few weeks ago. And so we're looking at what we're going to do, what's going on. And she gets better. I mean, she gets better. She was paralyzed on her left side. She's coming at her. She's getting better. I said, man, mama's going to give her one more run. And we ain't done yet. One week goes by. All the family comes in. We go over to a rehab center and everything else. Mom's laughing. She's writing stuff, everything else. She's, 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 she's coming around. And my sister says, I think I'm going to stay tonight. I said, okay. Now, we ain't slept hardly. Everybody's done this sometime. And if you haven't, you probably will deal with this. That's not old buddy. I'm just telling you. I'm, I'm telling you all this to show you how good God is. I got home. About 9 o'clock, laid on the floor, start petting my dog. And Donna called me. My sister called me. She says, bud, something's wrong. Something's wrong. They're calling emergency squad again. I said, what are you talking about? We just left. We just left. She just told me she loved me. She just left. I mean, what are you talking about? See, now something I don't like hearing is this. If I had one more doctor tell me this right here, I'd probably have not done so good. Well, you know your mom's 90 years old. I know I've been there for 54 of her birthdays. I know that. Amen. 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 They want to start putting tags on your toe, man, once you get to a certain age. I said, you told me a week ago, we had nothing. Mom's drinking a milkshake, combing her hair. So you never know with Ruthie, okay? But anyway, we go back and we stay up for 36 hours. We're back at the emergency room. We're going through all this stuff. And, and it's really took a toll on her. So we go back to take over to rehab. And they're telling me all these things. And they say, you know, you've got to consider hospice care. You've got to consider this and all these, all these things and all that, you know. And I said, okay, okay. And then I go back and, you know, and she says, I said, Mom, how you doing? She's not saying nothing. She hadn't said 10 words in 10 days. Although the other day when I got up in her face picking at her, she said, you silly. <laughs> You're silly. I'll take it. 
so I, I'm going to get into this just a little bit here. And uh, so they call us for one of the meetings. This is, I don't know if y'all ever dealt with this. I'll share with this. They call you when you're in, in the, the rehab part and the, the um, nursing home. And they call because they got they got a circle of wagons. They got everybody in there, and they want to talk about what's going on. And they break out mom's progress report, and there is none. And they said, Mr. Chapman, your mother's not getting any better. I said, Okay. What do you want to do? I said, Well, I'd like to have her here as long as we can to give her the best chance of stuff while me and my sister get things in order. They said, okay, well, how long do you need? I said, how long are you going to give me? I said, more is better for me. Now, I got doctors. I got hospice people. I got people that's feeding my, I got the whole crew in there, right? And my sister looks over at me and said, oh, Lord, here he goes. I didn't yell. I didn't scream, nothing like that. I said, uh, I said, we, could you give me a month? He said, no, we can't give you a month. I said, can you give me two weeks? I said, no, we can't give you maybe, maybe a week. I said, then why'd you ask me? Yeah. I said, I'm not mad, honey. I'm not mad. I said, but I got to tell you something. Everybody, I said, can I, can I have y'all's attention? I'm going to tell you, this is, this is exactly how I did. Everybody's sitting at the table. I said, can I have y'all's attention? I said, y'all been great. And I will. They have been good to my mom. I appreciate everything you've done. I said, but you know what? I said, check this out. I said, my mom is 90 years old. She knows Jesus, so we're good. Here's my question. If you died today, do you know for sure? You could have heard a pin drop. Oh, yeah. And you know what? And all I was sitting on the table, right? Let me go ahead and just pull some of this out. While I was sitting there, we don't need that. While we were sitting there, they had a blank sheet of paper, right? Oh, you know what's coming now. I said, you know what? I said, I'm sitting right here in my boat. I got a lot of stuff like waves coming over top of my, my bow right there. Everybody's looking, what's he talking about? They, I said, yeah. I said, you know what? They're coming in from this side. They're coming in from this side. I said, sometimes, you know what? Me and my sister, man, feel like we've just been overwhelmed with everything. And I said, man, you know, we had the first stroke. That time it was rough. We had the second stroke. The car wrecked. That was kind of rough. I said, but I want to tell you all something. You know what keeps me and my sister going? You know what I want to share with you today? I said, this right here, honey. All of them sitting there. I said, this right here ain't never let us down. Somebody give the Lord a praise. Now, I know you can't see it, but work with me. And I said, you know what? If you take what's left over, I wish I'd have thought about this more. I didn't know I was going to do it. But you could pull these the remnants of this out. And I'm going to let this stay up here so when y'all get done, you can take a look at this. Okay. If you look right there. Boy, Tim, I wish you could put a pan down on that. All you got is H-E-L-L -L left. And the lady across from me started crying. The lady said, bring it on in, Tim. Bring it on in. See, when you reject this, that's all that's left. But you don't have to have this because of this. Amen. 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 Give the Lord a hand clap. So in that moment, I could have chose to just say, okay, that's the way it is.
But see, doesn't it say, don't store up your treasures here on earth where moths eat and rust destroys and the thieves break in and steal. Store up your treasures in heaven. See, I want to take everybody I can with me. How about you? I want to point them there. It's not what Buddy's doing. It's what has been done by the death, burial, and resurrection of the Lord Jesus Christ. And the woman across from me began to cry. And she says, let me tell you something. She says, as I sit here today, she says, these are, these are not tears that, that are of sorrow. They're, they're happy. She says, my brother was 55 years old is what she said. Got up. He was a CrossFit guy. Got up, got cleaned up, getting ready to walk out the door, fell over dead. Boom. She said, I was not ready to lose my baby brother. But because of this, I'll see him again. Amen. See, so that meeting went from something not so fun to something miraculous because those seven and eight people in there got to hear about Jesus. Amen. They got to hear about that. See, I'm secure because I know my mom's secure and I'm secure because of what Jesus done. My sister knows the Lord. There's a lot of people that don't know the Lord, so we got work to do. When they came up on that crash that we were in a couple of weeks ago, the guy got out of there. He came out there. Let me tell you something. Denise is hurt. I'm hurt. Everything else. And, and we're coming in there. And the guy said, what is your name? I said, buddy. He said, Mr. Buddy, I go see these things all the time. He said, I never thought that I would see you walk out of that car. I said, God's good. So guess what I told him in the ambulance? I told him about Jesus. Guess what I told him about in, in when we rolled on into the emergency room? I told him about Jesus. Guess what? When I hopped over there to see my wife, how she's doing, I told him more about Jesus. Everybody that called, I told him about Jesus. Guess what? Ain't nothing changed. Keep telling them about Jesus. Keep telling them. And now for y'all just tuning in there, for folks that I've mentioned this many times, for folks that think they're going to live any way they want, and get right with the Lord right in the last minute, slide in home plate, I would not advise that. Because in this fast, it changed everything. But I'm here to tell you God's good. He never changes. He's faithful. Invest in others. Invest in the kingdom. Invest in your family. Invest in your church family. Invest in others. Invest in Jesus. Somebody say amen. Because you know what? That's where the victory is. Let's keep on rolling here. Got a little bit more scripture for you. Be encouraged. Colossians 3, 1, uh, right on up to 3, it says, Since you have been raised to a new life with Christ, set your sights on the realities of heaven. That's where I'm at right now. This is right where I'm at right now. How about y'all? Where Christ sits in the place of honor at God's right hand. Woo! Come on, somebody. Think about the things of heaven, not the things of earth. For you died to this life, and your real life is hidden with Christ. Somebody say amen. amen. See, that's how you sit across from the table when they tell you, Mama ain't coming home good. Well, that's all right. When she does go home, she's going to be whole. When they tell you, oh, well, you know, your car looks like a paperweight, that's all right. They make them all the time. Ain't no big hotcakes. Do I like it? No. Is it, does, it, does it wear on you a little bit? Yeah. Guess what? I slept like a baby last night. Now, there's been some nights I haven't, but I just keep pouring this over my life, pouring this in my life, turning around, speaking this in my life, because he's going to make something good come out of all this bad. Amen? God can do it. Can he do it? He'll work it all together. He didn't cause it. See, people say, what about the people in the other car? I don't know. I think they're all right. They got released. That's good. Guess what? You ready for this? Prayed for them, too. Been praying for them every day. Hope they know Jesus. It's an accident. Why do you call it an accident? But something that's not an accident 
It was on purpose. It was what Jesus did for you and me. And you need to make it a purpose in your life today to call on the name of Jesus. That's the victory that we have. Look at this. Don't waste time. Oh, man, we can waste some time. We get all wrapped around all types of stuff, man. Oh, well, I don't know about that. Oh, I need to cut the rose bushes. Oh, you got to fix the door. I'm not saying be lazy. I'm saying be diligent, be good stewards of everything else. But I'm going to tell you what, set your priorities right with Jesus. I can promise you, things will change in an instant. How about this? Y'all ready? Don't live defeated life. Oh, no. I refuse. I refuse to live a defeated life. I said, some people waste away all today because they're worried about tomorrow. I said it earlier. I'll say it again here. Jesus got your past covered, your today planned, and your tomorrow, tomorrow secured. You got that? Look at that. Jesus has got your past covered, your today planned, and your tomorrow secured. It's time to share it, church. Share what? Share the victory. Share that victory. Jesus didn't say, well, I want you to tell everybody about me when things are good in your life. Oh, just tell them once a week. Just tell them if they really hem you up. Tell them anyway, all the time. Amen. Let me tell you what. We have victory in Jesus, regardless of this worldly outcome. Amen. And this world is a changing. But God never changes. Somebody say amen. I'm so thankful. Because I'm going to tell you, when things going round and round and round, you want to make sure that you know him. The victory we have is in Jesus, and he's got a little job for us. Amen. Good news. You ready? If I was to ask you what the Great Commission is, could you tell me? It's been an interesting week. I love the guys I work with. I run into people all the time. But they help me so much when I'm working on the message and stuff, and they're great guys. And I asked a handful of them. I said, hey, man, I got a question for you. They go, oh, no, he's doing, working on a sermon. <laughs> I said, can you tell me the Great Commission? They go, that's okay, no problem. Hey, could, could you tell me what the Great Commission is? No. I went through a handful of people just asking them. So I'm asking you, do you know what the Great Commission is? Here it is. Let's read it. This is our marching orders as the church, as believers. This is what God tells us to do. You ready? Therefore, go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Teach these new disciples to obey all the commands I have given you. And be sure of this, I am with you always, even to the end of the age. See, when I was in the ambulance, that's my story. When they was excavating my, my foot, that's my story. I'm not saying I'm anybody else. Other. This right here is so important to me. This right here is, this is why I get up in the morning. This is why I do what I do. This is what's going on. Because God called us to do this. He didn't say, well, if you ain't too busy, uh, you know, tell somebody about me. What? We're going to be accountable, church, for this right here. You say, man, buddy, you all kicking it up today. Yes, I am. I don't want to scare you. I want to prepare you. So look at this. It's not a command. I mean, it's, it's, it's not commanded. Nor it's a, what did I write up there? It's that, there you go. That's what, I told you they hit me hard in that wreck. It's commanded, not suggested. I can't even read my own typing. <laughs> you got to be real. It's commanded, not suggested. He didn't say, well, if you ain't too busy, if it's on your terms, it's a command. Go, therefore, into all nations, 
baptizing in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, and teaching them to obey all that I've taught you. Well, I love that, though, and I'm with you always. He didn't say, I'm just with you on Sundays. I'm with you even to the end of the age. See, I don't know about y'all, but I'm just crazy enough to trust him at his word. How about that? Amen. Matter of fact, I think we're crazy if we don't trust him at his word. But I'm going to tell you what, man, if there's an opportunity for you to share Jesus with somebody, do it. Do it. Don't keep the good news to yourself. Mm-mm-mm. We're accountable. There's nothing like seeing someone come to Christ. Seeing the power of Jesus released in someone's life. Nothing compares. Man, when I got saved on Halloween night in 1995, I didn't have lightning bolts come out my toes. I didn't see the heavens open up or anything else. But what I did see in my heart was those shackles being broken. What I did see in my spirit and in my heart that I am loved and I am forgiven. And that God had made a way for me. And he made a way for everybody. But so many people don't take it. Our job is to tell people, man, the good news. I think back and I look all across here, see so many friends, so many new friends, so many folks. Man, it's amazing. There's a story when I, when I see this, this is what's crazy. Because you see me paying, you say, what's wrong with his neck? I'm talking to everybody. I'm looking over here. I'm looking through things we went through with Tanya and Tim and how they've been there. Jeff called me, check all the time. Brian right there. I, I can just go right across here. Mickey and me play music for years and years and years. Who'd have thought? Who'd have thought, man, that God would give us an opportunity like this? It's amazing. Brian, mom and dad here, you always hear me call them what? Uncle Carl, Aunt Peggy. You know why? Because when I first got saved, their, their, their uh, nephew would take me with them to all types of church stuff, every church functions. I'm getting all excited. And I didn't know nothing about nothing about nothing. I didn't know anybody there. I didn't know why they had read in the Bible. I didn't know what John 3.16 was. I didn't know what page it was on, everything else. You know what they did? They just put me right in there. Just love on me like that. I couldn't find nothing in a hymnal. I couldn't find nothing that just, just, just loved me. Put it right there. Put it right there. It's right there. We start praising the Lord. They put their hand on my back, loving on me in the Lord. i never forget that. That's why I say God will put people in your path at the time you need it. They didn't keep the good news to themselves. They kept sharing it, and they're here today still sharing it. Amen? Look at this. I said life, live it. Eternal life, share it. Man, I refuse to take the life that God bought from me and live it ho-hum. How about you? No way. It's a gift, man. It is a gift. Everybody's sitting on the sideline and all these different things. And I'm like, man, I, I'm not saying we can't have a bad day. Just don't stay there. Just don't stay there. I got to get some water on this one. Mm-mm-mm. I'm going to give you all a safety minute. That's what we call it work. Everybody got cell phones and everything else? Everybody got caller ID? I want to encourage you on this. If you see a number come up on your cell phone or your phone and you don't know who it is, answer it and you don't want to talk to them, hang up. 
because it might be somebody in an accident using a different phone to try to get up with your family. Just saying. That didn't happen to us, but I know it happens to a lot of people. They say, well, I don't want to do that, everything else. Now I'm going to tell you something will break a dad's heart. I'm sitting in the front of that ambulance. And my youngest son comes up there. And these cars are tore up. And I see his face because he don't see his mom or his dad. And I'm trying to get out of there. And I can only imagine what's going through. Y'all saw some of the pictures. I'm not the only one that's been in a crash. I'm not saying that. But I'm going to tell you what, it'll, re, it'll realign your thinking real fast. It might hit so hard you forget the guitar chords, but you'll never forget what Jesus did for you. I'm going to tell you that right now. Then I say everybody needs a hug sometime. When my boys got there and hugged on me like they did for just a minute because they were looking for their mama. <laughs> That's true. Dad, where's mom? <laughs> See, because I'm going to tell you what. In one phone call, in one instant, in one accident, in one heartbeat, this life here can change forever. Live your life. Love people. Invest in people. Walk into victory and evangelize. That's what God's got for us today. Let me tell you what. Last thing on the wreck, y'all just had to love me through it. I can promise you, when that car got hit, and then when it hit the pole, I was just like, stop hitting us. Boom, boom. When I was shaking my wife, she said, all I was doing was going, babe, babe, babe. I wasn't thinking about my 401k. Okay? I wasn't thinking about how much vacation I got. I wasn't thinking about that my grass might be a little high or the rose bushes need to be pruned. Those are all things that we deal with, but I'm going to tell you what. One of the sweetest words I heard out of her mouth was this. You ready? He hit us! She's okay. She's going to make it. She just screamed. He hit us. Yeah. I'll end with this. In life, stuff will hit you. In life, stuff will knock you down. In life, things will change in an instant. Live the life God gave you. Live the life God gave you. Celebrate each day, even if it's a little rough around the edges. You never know. Not trying to scare you, just trying to prepare you. But the main thing you want to know is this, that you're secure in Christ. So if you've never put your faith and trust in the finished work of cross, don't think you're going to wait to the last minute and you get a chance. You may not. Today is your minute. Today is your time. And the Bible says this, that if we confess with our mouth the Lord Jesus, believe in our heart that God raised him from the dead, we will be saved. I want to explain it even more today. All of sin and fall short of glory of God. Now we hear that, and that's the truth. God has a perfect standard. It's called his holy law. And we have transgressed that. That means we have broken it. So if we break the law, the penalty for that is death.
But see, we had somebody that loved us so much said, I'll come and I'll lay down my life to fulfill that debt so that you and you and you and you and you and you, whoever chooses to believe in what I did on the cross and my shed blood on the cross and me rising on the third day will have eternal life. Friends, today, I can't say it enough. I say it every week. I try to say it every time I get an opportunity. It's all about the kingdom of God for the people of God. And let me tell you, God's got more room. Do we have more time? Take the time that God's allotted to us today. I'm not talking about tomorrow. I'm not talking about next week. I'm talking about when you leave here today. Do you need to call somebody? Do you need to forgive somebody? Do you need to pray for somebody? Do you need to get right with God? Whatever it is, let me tell you that God already knows. He's taking care of your past. He's got a plan for your day. And you're secured in him when you call upon the name of Jesus. When you put your faith and trust in him. It's not adding anything to the cross. There's nothing you can add to the cross. It's what he did Finish. Done. It's Jesus plus nothing. Put your faith in the finished work of that today. Friends, I pray that you're encouraged with this message. Let's read this again. For God was pleased to have all his fullness dwelled in him and through him to reconcile himself to all things, whether things on earth or things in heaven, by making peace through his blood shed on the cross. Somebody say amen and give the Lord a hand clap. Praise God. If you got any questions about things today, drop us a line. I pray that you grab hold of the greatest gift ever given, and it's that of Jesus Christ. Everybody say it.